Welcome to the Overnight Trainer Podcast, where each week we talk about all things related to the world of learning and development, including facilitation, instructional design, sales enablement, and so much more. I'm your host, Sarah Canistra, and I'm an L&D strategist and career coach, and I'm here to take the guesswork out of becoming an L&D professional and show you how to unlock continued success in your learning and development career. I'm on a mission to quickly develop the next generation of L&D leaders who are looking to create meaningful and engaging learning experiences. So, if you're looking to transition into L&D for the first time, have found yourself accidentally in a training position, or are working up the ranks as an L&D professional already, you've come to the right place. Hello, my friends. Welcome back to another episode of the Overnight Trainer Podcast. Per usual, I'm so happy that you're here. I can't believe it's already mid-December. Like, what is going on? Uh, But yeah, really looking forward to wrapping up this year and heading into the new year. can't believe it's 2023. There's just so much going on. Um, and if you are not registered already, uh, we did already start today. So if you're listening to this and this comes out on the 13th, um, we are already kick, having kicked off, but it's not too late to join the 2023 L&D Career Transition Reset Challenge. It's absolutely free. Uh, if you go to my website, theovernighttrainer.com slash events, the link will still be up there for you to register and you will um, get the, the modules in accordance with that. So keep an eye out for that. Uh, it's a three-day challenge. We're focusing on how to find your why, craft your goals, understand your L&D niche and create an action plan for 2023. Uh, it's funny, as I was putting this together, I'm like, damn, this is a lot of information. Uh, I can't believe I'm doing this for free, but hey, here we here we are. Um, it'll be really great. I'm super excited to get that to y'all. And I think we already have 75 people um, in the three-day challenge, which is amazing. So if that's one of you, I can't wait to see you in there. And if you are not registered yet, please go to theovernighttrainer.com slash events, and I'll make sure that you get access to that. Um, and that'll be available through... Um, uh, through the end of this week, so through the end of, of uh, what's that, the 5th, 13th, 14th, 15th, 16th, so by December 16th, so depending on when you are actually listening to this episode, you'll still be able to access uh, that challenge. Um, I also want to congratulate one of my clients, Caroline, and I feel like I'm going to do a whole episode dedicated to her because A, she's just so amazing, and B, her story is so amazing too. And I'm super pumped. Today, she started her first day at her new role um, in educational consulting, and I couldn't be more proud of her. And like I said, I'm going to probably do a whole episode or a whole whole something um, on Caroline because it was so amazing. We, we worked together for a really long time. It's been about, it's been about a year and yeah, she was in my, in my niche workshop last year and it's been incredible to see the evolution that she's gone through and, uh, seeing her move from her role uh, in higher education to now, uh, this role of consultant has been nothing short of incredible. And she's working the hours she wants to work with the flexibility that she wants for her life, leaves her opportunities for her to focus on her volunteer work, which is so important to her. She's one of the most creative people I've ever met in my entire life. Uh, So this role also allows her to still have the freedom and the time uh, and the flexibility to be her creative self. She has all these different amazing uh, creative endeavors and uh, it's paying her a 
shit ton of money. So I'm just super, super pumped for her. Uh, and Caroline's a really true testament to when you really, really, really step into your authenticity and rather than trying to fit yourself into a box, even if you think you you aren't, uh, when you really step out of that and you say, I'm going to get really clear, even if it, I don't even know if it exists out there, these are the things that I want, that's when things changed for her. And that's what I'm most proud of her for being able to do is to say, you know what, I'm tired of trying to fit into everyone else's box the box of what I think I should be doing as I leave education. Uh, I'm going to really step into what it is that I want to do, which is having a very flexible schedule, which is still working in, the, in education, but doing on, on the coaching side of things uh, for the certain income she wanted to be making and getting really crystal clear on that and not settling until she found it. And boy, did she find it. So Caroline, I'm so proud of you. I know you're listening to this and I just love you and so excited for this new role and excited for your for your first day and this to be super successful. So, all right, let's get into today's episode. All right, so I'm going to talk about changes, not changes, I'd say trends is probably a better word to use. Trends from an L&D career perspective that I am predicting for 2023. Now, I am no psychic. I have no crystal ball, um, although I do have a fake crystal ball from our Halloween decorations, but I don't have a real crystal ball that tells me the truth, <laughs> tells me the future. Uh, if I did have that, I would, you know, certainly probably, eh, maybe I'd still be here, but <laughs> recording this for you, but I don't, I don't know. Anyways, uh, I'm really excited to talk about what's what I'm seeing out there and what I think the trends are from a career perspective and what you should start keeping an eye out for and looking out for. And I'm excited at the end of 2023 to go back and listen to this episode again and see uh, where I was right, where I was wrong, you know, what, what, came, what came from all of this. But let's get into my predictions. I have five main ones. I journaled, journaled these out a little bit uh, and there's really, really five key takeaways. So the first one is I believe, and we've already been seeing this, but I think this year is going to be a big year where we're really going to see this happen more and more, is that there's going to be a, this might freak people out, so I'm going to kick off with a big one. Uh, we are going to be moving away from traditional instructional design as we know it uh, and moving more towards the idea of content curation, rapid authoring, uh, rapid learning, and I'm excited about that. So I think, you know, especially when we think about instructional design, uh, it, it's really almost we've boxed it and it's boxed itself into kind of being this more, I hate to say like older school or older style of delivering learning. And I think we think about articulate storyline and you know, creating these prototypes and storyboarding and having the time to do those things. Now, those can happen quickly. Like, don't get me wrong. But I think there's been, not I think, there has been a huge shift towards people who have the capacity and the capabilities to develop learning very quickly. And instructional designers can do that. So I'm just going to put that out there. This is your instructional designer. It doesn't mean that you can't do that, right? But it's going to be moving away from instructional design as we know it, that more traditional kind of sitting behind the computer, working with subject matter experts, creating these longer courses, you know, spending, you know, um, you know, weeks at a time on one particular storyline uh, e-learning to how do we create much more rapid training. And we're going to see that happen in all facets of learning and development. You know, we have to start moving 
as fast, if not faster than the business. And so the way that we've been doing things for a long time is much, much slower. And that's why we've had that big gap in between you know, where we are from L&D perspective and where the business needs us to be and where they are. We, we've, we've fallen behind and that gap has widened. What I've seen though now, especially in the time of COVID, is that gap has shortened, which is great. But we have to now make sure that we're not only shortening the gap, but that we're one step ahead of the business from a from a pace perspective. It's kind of like a you know if you're what say if you're if you're on time, you're late. <laughs> People who say that, I feel that way about learning. Right? If we're if we're on time, if we're right there when the when when the organization needs us, we're probably actually a little bit late. So we need to stay ahead of our game. We need to make sure that we're able to move fast, create fast, analyze fast. So it's not just creating for the sake of creating, but that's going to mean that we're going to have to leverage content beyond what we create. So we're going to see a lot less gatekeeping in 2023. We're going to see a lot. So I think we're going to see a lot more of um, crowdsourcing internally and externally from a resource perspective. Um, and so the, the role and the responsibility of instructional designers, what I'm going to predict is it's going to be, yes, we're still going to be working on creating in-house assets, but also thinking about, okay, how do we design and package the program, the experience as a whole and, uh, and, and really utilize external content that we aren't creating ourselves as learning and development professionals to get up to get our learners up to speed as quickly as possible. It's going to be no longer about, oh, I'm going to need six weeks to develop this course. That's not going to fly anymore. Business changes so fast um, and we need to be we need to be one step ahead of the business. So I think in 2023, we're going to see a, a bigger shift away from traditional instructional design as we know it and into instructional design in terms of content curation, rapid authoring, um, you know, utilizing tools outside of our traditional you know, e-learning e-learning and instructional design suite. I think we're going to be borrowing a lot from things like YouTube and, um, you know, Instagram, even uh, podcasts, right? We're going to be looking at a whole different way of curating and delivering content beyond what we can create inside. So what that means from a career perspective is starting to focus and shift. You know, it's not just about, you know, creating this and mastering one particular tool. It's about mastering the idea and the process behind what goes into something being instructionally sound. What do we mean by it being instructionally sound? Uh, can we flex that definition of it being instructionally sound? Um, and what does it look like to curate learning versus just being the ones who create learning? Because those are two different skills, yet they're gonna solve for, they solve for the same problem, and the curation happens much faster because we're curating external content or even internal content made, you know, made by subject matter experts or uh, learners, employees inside the organization. So I think we're going to see a shift in that. So from a career perspective, you're going to start to see job descriptions that will talk more about content curation, rapid learning, rapid authoring. So keep an eye out for that. All right. So my second big Takeaway and trend that I think is going to continue on in 2023, we're already seeing it here in 2022, is that personal branding is the new networking. So when you think about it in terms of from a career perspective and growing your career, whether you're trying to transition into L&D for the first time or grow your career within it, what I'm seeing here is that creating your own personal brand and that the personal brand spectrum can, can it's, it's a wide spectrum. So it can kick off and start off with, you know, your personal brand being something as quote unquote small, I hate using that word, but small as 
having a, an optimized LinkedIn profile, right? So people can find you, you can find them, etc. All the way to on the other end of the spectrum, really looking at creating your own original content and thought leadership. And then there's kind of everything in between, right? So there's sharing content, there's, um, you know, commenting on other people's posts, uh, sending messages, right? Things like that. So there's there's a, a lot of a, a lot of gray area in between, which is great. Uh, but I really think that new, the idea of personal branding is the new networking. Uh, yes, there's networking events that are coming back in person and there's a lot of really great, uh, uh, networking that you can do when it comes to uh, joining LinkedIn groups or any other, you know, thought leadership groups. There's so many amazing ones out there, right? Like your local chapter of Association for Talent Development. I'm inside of the Talent Development Think Tank, right? So there's so many different things that you can can join and be a part of. But what I'm realizing now is that again, that still that still keeps your circle tight, right? So when we're thinking about how do we now reach people outside of the circle, outside of who else has decided to, you know, join the same program as me or join the same uh, networking group as me, it's it's going to be all around creating that personal brand and connecting over that. Um, I think about that in terms of how I met one of my greatest L&D friends, Heidi Kirby. I've had her on the show. She's coming on the show again, actually, next month. Uh, we formed this like really beautiful friendship and relationship, as I have with many other people, but because we both developed our personal brands. So if we weren't both developing our personal brands on LinkedIn, our paths might never have crossed. We don't live in the same area. We're not a part of the same uh, networking groups. We, you know, had different jobs for a long time. We were in different, like different stages of life, right? There were so many different things that we wouldn't have found each other if not for both creating our personal brands. So what I'm seeing, what I'm forecasting happening in 2023 is more people, uh, connecting because of their own personal brands, because of what they're sharing and what they're talking about and the conversations they're having. It's going to lead to connections that wouldn't have been found otherwise, right? So I'm I'm predicting too that a lot of people will land their jobs that way. Uh, a lot of my clients already land their jobs that way by creating their personal brand uh, and interacting with other people in their personal brands. So I'm already seeing that happening with my clients. I'm expecting it now to really explode as we move towards 2023 um, and continue on this pathway of creating connection and that authenticity piece. So. I would say from a career perspective, as you're thinking about gearing up for next year, and we're going to talk about this inside the challenge too, but part of your action plan being around creating that personal brand and what that looks like for you. All right. The next trend that I see and I predict my LMD crystal ball for 2023 are more employers. And actually, it's funny talking about authenticity. More employers are going to, especially from an L&D perspective, are going to be hiring for value alignment and authenticity over skill set. Now, I'm not saying that like skills aren't required anymore because that is that is that is far from the truth. But what I am seeing, especially with my executive coaching clients who are in hiring positions, is for them, they're really looking for people who have a value alignment uh, with the organization with the team, right? Who's going to be a value add to, to our team and to our organization and also an authenticity component to it, right? What can they bring besides being just a great value add? 
what is their secret sauce, right? What is that piece of authenticity that they bring that is going to create and, and bring a different perspective to our to our organization, to our department, to our team? Now, like skill sets is a, a close second, right? So transferable skill set, direct skill set, indirect, whatever you want to call it, right? But skill set's important. I want to say that. But what I'm noticing that shift is saying, hey, they have most of the skills. They have a decent amount of skills. They have all these transferable skills. That's awesome baseline. But what's putting someone over the edge of hiring someone is saying, hey, all these people have these baseline skills, transferable skills, but that person over there is authentic. They have the secret sauce and they are in alignment and in addition to the values that we already have here. And the reason why I think it's so important, I've said this for years and years and years, that you know, from a talent development and talent acquisition perspective, I would say you know, talent acquisition and recruiting, they're the ones that stir up the Kool-Aid, right? So during your recruiting process and uh, you know, as you're going through the process, they're like, yeah, like here's a great company, here's the culture, right? And they're kind of stirring up the Kool-Aid for you. Um, from an L&D perspective, we're actually the ones that like shove it down people's throats in a, in a good way, hopefully, right? So we're the ones that they're they're connecting with either personally or, um, you know, either, either what's what I'm looking for, like personally or, or directly or indirectly, that's what I'm looking for. So either directly or indirectly, they're, they're, uh, they're working with us and they're, they're getting our content, they're learning from us. And so we're building that relationship, again, either directly or indirectly. And so having that value add and that value alignment plus that secret sauce is really, really important. And so what that means from a career perspective, for those of you who are looking to transition careers in 2023, it's really stepping into your authenticity. And I talk about this, this just came up actually today inside of the Nail Your Niche workshop series. And this is the last day um, of it. It's been absolutely freaking amazing and incredible. The 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 clients that have come up into that container. I'm just so blown away by all of them. But one of the conversations we were having today is around the idea of authenticity and how do we how do we stop fitting into everyone else's boxes and how do we really show up as our own authentic selves? And I shared that story about Caroline. I've shared that story about, about another client of mine too, who once she finally stepped into her authenticity, she got this incredible role, but it took a while for her to really feel that she could be her authentic self. So what we're seeing and what we're going to see in 2023 is hiring managers, and especially from an L&D perspective, hiring managers and seeing that and being able to see through when you're just trying to give them the answers that they want. Um, or seeing through you just trying to, to fit into, into their box or what their box of perfection looks like. So I think we're going to see a big push in 2023 of employers, hiring managers in the L&D space, really looking for and hiring for value alignment and add plus authenticity. So I think it's both of those things too, right? So it's not just, hey, let's hire carbon copies of everyone who's in here, but let's hire someone who shares our, our values that we have that will be in addition to our team, to our department, to our org, and also brings their own authentic spin, swing, you know, secret sauce to the table to help us think outside of the box that we're into. So keep an eye out for that. And that just means for you all in 2023 who are looking for a career transition, really, really think about what your secret sauce is and how you can show up more authentically to that. All right. So I think the the next one in regards to 2023 L&D career trends, 
I'm already seeing this. I saw this in 2022 and I'm, I've seen it ramp up, especially as we've gotten towards the end of the year and looking at early next year, is that there are gonna be more strategic learning roles open. Uh, not just, so not just the creating, not just the designing, um, not just the, you know, the managing of programs, but actually from a strategy perspective, someone who is a partner to the business, who thinks strategically, who is able to, you know, really partner from a, a, a you know, a, a one to five year, uh, runway and traje trajectory around what, <clears throat> excuse me, what learning will look like for the organization and how that will impact performance, what that looks like from a headcount perspective, um, and really have that seat at the table. Uh, I'm seeing clients of mine who are in individual contributor roles, getting learning strategist roles. Uh, one of my clients this year, that was, she's like, I really would love to be a learning strategist. Like, I don't know if that exists. And boom, is a learn literally is a learning strategist uh, and as an individual contributor. So I think we, up until recently, those roles were really, um, siloed and they were really few and far far between and they were really for the higher level the vps the directors the clos were the ones who were in these strategy roles but now we're seeing it trickle down and there's a lot more strategic roles to be had uh, at all levels right so at individual contributor roles at manager roles at manager of manager roles so we're seeing a lot more of that and so when I say learning strategy, again, it's looking at the bigger picture. It's less about the doing, the creating, um, the actual uh, designing of individual learning assets and more being in alignment with the organization and thinking strategically, uh, more about that thought leadership inside the organization on how we can solve performance issues, performance gaps, uh, skill gaps, and things like that. So I'm excited for that because for me, st learning strategy has always been my area of expertise. Uh, I've been, I'm, I am a learning strategist as part of what I do, do some consulting on that, uh, on that side of my business. And it's been really cool to see this next level of learning strategists come in. So for you all who are looking to transition into L&D or you're already in learning and development and the strategy piece is something that's been really interesting to you, this is a really cool time to start diving into it and saying, hey, is that what I want part of my career to be? Knowing now that at all levels across the organization from an L&D perspective, that's possible for you. So really interested to hear uh, y'all's thoughts on that and what um, what comes up for you and if that's something that you're interested in for 2023. All right, so my last big trend that I'm expecting for 2023 and probably more towards the tail end and into 2024 is gonna be a big push for onboarding. Uh, and I think it's gonna be the impact of all the layoffs that happened and moving into rehiring. So, you know, they say what comes up must come down. Well, what's, what comes down is gonna go right back up. So think of this as a, as a rubber ball that's dropped, right? So we've seen a lot of people, unfortunately, you know, lose their roles this year and, um, you know, this uh, a looming recession and we'll see what's happening. Our, our job market's one of the best that it's ever been. Um, unemployment's one of the lowest it's ever been right now. And uh, there's over a million L&D roles out there. Uh, so I'm very, really very confident about the state of learning and development. And I'm feeling even more confident that as organizations continue to restructure, they figure out their own shit in all honesty, uh, and they rehire and they reskill that there's actually going to be a lot of opportunity, uh, upward mobility for learning and development professionals 
from a reskilling perspective. So now that organizations have leaned out, there's going to be different skills people need to learn. But more importantly, I think from an onboarding perspective that as they realize, okay, we're going to need to bring on more people or people from this org are going to have to move to this org over here. Um, those restructurings happening. There's going to be a lot of opportunity from a learning professionals, um, especially in the onboarding space. Uh, you know, I, I talked about this last, I think it was last week, in last week's episode around, you know, onboarding and, and really, really honing in on that first experience being one that where they don't have buyer's remorse. And I think we're going to see a lot of that in 2023 and moving into 2024 of people rejoining organizations or joining organizations that maybe had a layoff before, feeling very wary about it. And that onboarding piece is going to be really, really important to to really give them the, the psychological safety that they need as well. So I think we're going to see a really big push in 2023, probably more towards the tail end, tail end and into 2024 around onboarding and reskilling inside of organizations, which is going to leave a lot of opportunities uh, for us as L&D folks. So I would say that's it. Uh, if I come up with any more, I'll be sure to post, probably post about them on LinkedIn. But yeah, those are my, my top five predictions for L&D uh, career trends uh, in 2023. So that first one is moving away from traditional instructional design into curation, rapid learning, rapid authoring, um, being one step ahead of the business from a speed perspective. Uh, number two, where personal branding is the new networking. It's going to lead to a lot of connections and a lot of careers uh, that wouldn't have, and that connection wouldn't have happened otherwise. Uh, number three, more employers hiring for value alignment and authenticity over skill set. Again, with skill set being uh, being second on the list, uh, but we're gonna see a big trend towards that. Uh, number four, those more strategic learning roles opening up, not just for the the creation and the order taking, but the the ones who are really focused on the long term growth and and longevity of uh, the L and D department and the organization and their relationship. And then lastly, a big push inside of organizations for onboarding and reskilling, and that leaving a lot of room for learning and development folks to either come into organizations uh, that maybe need additional support or to grow within their own organization too. So very excited for 2023. Again, if you are looking to spruce up your career in 2023, uh, we are doing the 2023 L&D Career Transition Reset free, free, free three-day challenge that is kicking off on December 13th. So uh, if you're listening to that anytime between December 13th and 16th, you can access that uh, by going to the overnighttrainer.com slash programs and getting all set up on that. Oh, I'm not programs. You're on overnighttrainer.com slash events. You can go to programs and see how we can work together. Um, but it's at the events, uh, the events tab. So very excited to see you all in there. I look forward to seeing you all next week. And yeah, some really great fun things are, are in store for 2023, including uh, the launch of the L&D Social Club. It's going to be a membership. I'm still figuring out exactly what that will look like. But Woo, I have a million post-its on the back of my door right now with lots of ideas, uh, as well as the L&D Business School, which is going to be a four-month-long cohort-style uh, program designed for new and existing L&D leaders who want an MBA experience, uh, all regards all, all focusing on learning and development. So really, at the end of the day, you'll, you'll walk away with your, uh, your quote unquote MBA in learning and development. So very excited to do that. It's going to be uh, MBA style, case study style. And yeah, so really cool things there. Uh, you can get the on the wait list for both of those. I'll put the link in the show notes. 
And I think that's it. So I hope you all have an amazing week. I will see you all back here next week for another amazing episode. Bye guys. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. If it resonated with you in any way, please let me know by subscribing, liking, and leaving a review. I'd love to hear from you on how you're using these tools as well as what you want to hear more of. So connect with me on LinkedIn at Sarah Canistra, send me a DM or email me at hello at theovernighttrainer.com. I can't wait to hear from you. And until next week, stay learning. Thank you.